This is the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app. Where am I? Welcome to... Merrickville. He's back, Sydney. Sri Lankan love machine, Dilrup Jaya Sinner joins me back in the co-host chair. Good to have you back, Dil. Good to be back, although the love machine has been put away in storage. My parents are visiting me from Sri Lanka, Maz. Oh. And they're staying with me for three weeks. Oh, so all of that apparatus that you've got with the <laughs> swing and the, the ropes and stuff like that, you've actually had to... <laughs> Literally put that in storage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. The Fifty Shades of Brown that I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Monday night, you may have seen Family Feud. Dilrook and I went head to head in the most combative sport in show business, <laughs> where there could be only one victor. We will recap the feud that we started mm. on Monday. Don't go anywhere. It'll be mediocre at worst. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, big congratulations to the uh, LGBTQTI. Uh, did I get that right, mm. Liam? Yep. Community. You got close. Equality. You got close. Yeah, I'm a big believer in equality for all Australians. So, uh, well done to them. It's uh, it's now uh, just a matter of process. Uh, Dilruk Jaisina with me this afternoon. Dil, I know obviously, um, you know, working in show business, it, there is no shortage of gay people in our community. Yeah, yeah, and very good luck pr- to them. and chuffed for all of them. It's been a rough, uh, rough. Was it what? three months? Oh, oh, so, oh, I thought I was going to say been a rough two and a half thousand years. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but I, mean, true I, don't know, I don't know what they're complaining. That's only been two and a half thousand years. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, Jesus had long hair, and there's a few people thought he was a bit, you know, queer. So they're stoning yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I'm, so I'm really me. chuffed with the results. I'm sorry they had to go through it, but look, hey. Um, good to know that the majority of Aussies uh, believe in their equal rights. Absolutely. Now, mm. Dil, your parents are out from mm. Sri Lanka at the moment. How's that going? Oh, mate, it's... Uh, I love them. I love them so much. This is why I flew them over to be with me. But, God, parents can do your head in. Like, they, they, they're adorable, right? But my my parents haven't been to Australia in five years. So I go to Dad, you know, you're in town. What do you want to do? You've got three weeks here. I'll take you to anything you want. And he goes, hey, remember that Sri Lankan restaurant you took me to? <laughs> <laughs> when I was last year, I'm like, you've flown thousands of miles to Australia to have more Sri Lankan food. Yeah. He's only eaten Sri Lankan food for the last five years. And That's, then I go to. Is that like an Australian, right? Going to Vietnam with all that amazing food there and going, God, I could really murder some hog's breath. Yeah, yeah. Is there, is there, is there an outback steakhouse you, around you here? You know, hog's breath. I, just, oh, I've, I've, I don't know. I just feel like a. I don't know. Something yeah. different, like a steak and some potatoes. Yeah, it's all good. I've just packed my four and twenty meat pies so in case we don't get anything. But but then I go to mum, I go to mum, all right, so you know, what do you want to do? Are you gonna to go to the opera house, the harbour bridge, maybe Taranga Zoo? She goes, Oh, a lot of my friends told me I should really check out Big W. That's <laughs> that's mum's tourist, the number oh. one on her list, the thing to check. Oh, and Aldi. That's the <laughs> other one. Aldi. <laughs> Aldi. Because a family friend said, Oh, Aldi's amazing. So I've now got to find an Aldi and a big W Tech mum to, and I think she'll be happy as Larry. Well, that means she can get something to eat, something to wear, and <laughs> yeah. and something and to buy. And Dad can get his and, curry. <laughs> yeah. And what they can, the they can ride a child's bike home. Swing, swing by IKEA, and you can chuck her in the ball pit, and that's a day oh, out. Oh, she'd lose him. Oh what would your parents write? Because I presume is there is there a, a, an IKEA in Sri Lanka? Would you? No, know? no, no. I, I took I, them to IKEA today. That's so funny you mentioned IKEA. Oh my god! Did they, what happened to their tiny mind? 
minds when they went into Ikea. <laughs> That's exactly it. So when they had Big W as their benchmark, Ikea blew them away. But it, it took so long to move them through the different sections. Because yeah. each section, like, Dad bought five pairs of scissors. What does he mean? <laughs> like, oh, five. Is, he's not going to be able to take them back on the no. plane. <laughs> You know I that. promise you. No, no, I know exactly. So I'm going to be left with five scissors because he wants to trim his beard. I'm like, I'll <laughs> buy you a, I'll buy you a beard trimmer, mate. It's fine. And then the other thing is, mum's, mum's really fascinated with some of the plastic spoons that we get from Uber, Uber Eats because it's got like weird designs on it. Oh. And she's like, oh, can we keep this? And I'm like, no, I'm not having my mum pack plastic spoons back to Sri Lanka like some Unreal. bloody foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> first time I went to Ikea and I was like, wow, this this has done my tiny little mind in. Mm. But if you're at that age, yeah, I think it gets – don't you think, Dil, like you get to, you know, uh, like a grandparent's style yeah. age, a little bit older, re- close to retirement age, things like Ikea just do your head in. So no wonder oh, she's man. like excited about going to Big W. No, it's so exciting because there's so many different things that they didn't expect it to be that big for start. Like, I didn't even take them to the furniture section because I'm like, why waste time? They're not going to be able to pack any of this. But, like, <laughs> but there was, like, oh, like, pillows. She wanted to buy, like, a cushion. I'm oh. like, just get the cover and get the cushion back in Sri Lanka. She goes, oh, it won't be the same quality. I'm like, it's Ikea. It's probably not good it's, anyway. <laughs> it's probably made in Sri Lanka anyway. Who knows? I mean, seriously, all you're doing is yeah. returning to sender. It's, it's, it's going back to its natural home. Yeah. Taking it home. That's incredible. <laughs> and I'd love to see Sri Lankans pronounce uh, Schlagenflagen oh, and yeah, all of the other crazy a, Ikea names. A frikak. I, I told my dad I'm going to call him a frikak from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's been amazing. There's been a whole bunch of... This is a, a slightly off topic in terms of taking them places, but, you know, it's been nice having them in town and there's a couple of things on telly that I can show them that I'm on and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's one thing that I did about three, four years ago uh, with Sammy J and Randy on their telly show where I was a lot heavier than I was. <laughs> Mum's absolutely convinced that I'm wearing a fat suit. <laughs> Rather than acknowledging that I've lost weight, she goes, no, no, it's, it's probably a, a suit that you're wearing. I'm like, no, Mum, that's me. She goes, you can't remember wearing the suit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think people remember when they've worn a fat suit on television. Yeah, it's not exactly. something you easily forget. It's funny how, like, just on that point, Dil, you know, with uh, with older people, when the excitement, the, like, mm. some of the basic things that you can you can uh, explore. And like, funnily yeah. enough, my grandfather, when he was alive, he lived in Broken Hill, small town, not a yes, lot doing. Yes, was, yeah. And when I used st- to go there as, uh, as family annually, yeah, 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 we used yeah, to go yeah. there all the time. And uh, when I was a young man, I'd go up and visit my grandfather, see how he's going. I said, look. Pop, what do you want to do? Because he didn't like driving anymore. He didn't like, you know, getting about it. He was in his 80s. So what do you want to do? And he goes, take me to BW. And I just go, is that it? <laughs> and he just go, yeah. And I went, you know what? That actually is the most exciting thing you can do oh, in Broken Hill. Like, I mean, that, is, that actually is. But, you know, with my mum, with my mum, my mum's in her 70s now. And the thing that we do when she comes to visit, we like to get her some seafood. Maybe, you know, maybe take her to the fish markets. That's pretty mm. exciting. City mm. Fish Markets, that's an exciting yeah, yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one in Piermont? Yeah, exactly. I took them there. I took them there on yeah. Sunday. Uh, so there you yeah. go. Because, you know, seagulls shitting on you. It's a very exciting <laughs> thing. You know, seeing a random bin chicken going a piece of, of carcass somewhere is an exciting thing. <laughs> can I just tell you something? I took Dad and Mum for, for lunch there, and Dad asked if you can move somewhere else because it smells too much like fish. <laughs> 
This place stinks of curry. What's going on with this place? But the, you know where my mum's, like, if you really want to make my mum happy, and she won't admit it, but is she would love anything to go to a pub and play the pokies. That's yeah, all. Yeah, my grandma's the same. Yeah? Yeah. Just my mum. in front of the, get her the carvery. That's it. And sit her in front of the pokey. Absolutely. And the wow. days when you could smoke and play the tap taps at the same time, that was absolute mm. nirvana for my mum. What's sit the tap taps? That's, that's the pokies. Pokies. That's, that's the, what I'll be. Ah, tap taps. Get down right, there for right, a bit right. of a... Tap yeah. tap. Get, put your money in. Tap tap. Durry in the mouth. That's it. Durry in Durry your mouth. mouth. Cold schooner there for mum. And then pissing away that pension. I reckon so. There goes, so goes your pension. That's the way. I reckon so many of uh, the audience out there would have pensioner excursions. Yeah, let's do it. One triple three five three. What do you do for a pensioner excursion? Where yep. do you take them? And it can the the more low rent, the better. Well, if anyone but, can beat Big W as a pensioner mm, excursion, yeah. but if you're taking them to like Wet and Wild, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? That would be outstanding. Where have you taken a pensioner? It might have been your parents who were a pensioner. Might have been your grandparents. Where have you taken them? The more craptastic, the better. Give us a call. One triple three five three. Join this afternoon by Sri Lankan Love Machine, Dorok Jaya Sinha. Uh, the, uh, the, the shutdown Love Machine. Shut, the, the, currently, <laughs> yeah. the currently shut down. It's shut down because... <laughs> his parents... His parents are visiting from Sri Lanka and they're staying at his place and uh, Dill's not up to any shenanigans right now. But you're no. taking them on little excursions. Tell us, uh, again, just remind us some of the amazing highlights that your mother wanted to see in this fair country. Uh, so dad wanted to go to a Sri Lankan restaurant <laughs> and mum wanted to Try go to things. an, to, she wanted instead of the opera house or anything like that, she wanted to go to Aldi or Big W. Big W being yep. the main one. I mean, we've got a bridge, we've got an yeah. opera house, we've got yep. Uluru, but yep. I mean, Big W. Dear, did she think that she, maybe had she heard about Australia's famous big things like the big banana yeah. and the big marina <laughs> and she thought the Big W was one of them? I guess they're really disappointed. <laughs> yeah. It's not that big. I mean, it's, it's a shop. shop. It's, a shop. it's large. It could be called large. Large W. Large W. Yeah. Uh, taking a course on 13353. Um, pensioner excursions, where you take the oldies, you know, to give them a bit of a thrill. And mm. like I said, the more craptastic, the better. I, my mum would love nothing more than go to the pub and just play the pokies. Mm. Just right. give, I remember just giving my mum 50 bucks and just going, off you go. And just the delight. It was like, it was like re- role reversal. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, here's your pocket money. Go and waste it on the pokies. <laughs> Here, we've got Tony in Greystones. Hi, Tony. How are you? I will, thank you. Great to have you on the show. And tell us, Tony, where do you take your parents or grandparents on a pension excursion? I used to have to take my grandmother to McDonald's. Aww. To McDonald's? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, she loved it. She what, loved was it. The, what was her go-to order? Uh, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger oh, chips. Yeah. Why go crazy? Yeah. Just too much excitement already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing is, the pensioners can't get their mouths around a Big Mac because, you know, they... <laughs> You know, they can't. They're old. Yeah, they have trouble yeah you don't want your, the teeth falling out as you're trying to attempt no, exactly. to chomp on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a junior burger makes it feel like they're regressing. So they just go, yeah. I'll have a cheeseburger. Have a cheeseburger. Could compromise yeah. there or a filet of fish. But then the big question as well, which McDonald's? Because there's yeah. so many, so few options now. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony, just, oh, it's Tony. Yeah, we get Tony just, back. I right, just want to know. Uh, Tony, h- how did you go with Nam when you pushed down the slide in the play equipment? <laughs> <laughs> no, no slides for Nan. No, Pickle races down the window. Do you and Nan get the pickles out the cheeseburger, throw them at the window? 
Uh, yes, yes, and no pickles. No Just, pickles with did, the order, thanks. Did she have a thick shake? Did she go a bit of a thick shake when she's in McDonald's? Oh, no. No, no. no. Too Just cold. Coke. Too cold. Enough. Gets pain in her false teeth. <laughs> <laughs> How often done. were these trips? Uh, uh, oh, she's no, going, she's going out. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's going, going to McDonald's. Mm. Helen in Newtown. Hi, Helen. Hey, Mark. How are you going? Really, really good. Great to have you on the show, Helsey. Uh, what do you do for a pension excursion? Well, my it's my parents. They come over from England three, once mm. or twice a year. Okay. And they take themselves, that I have to go along with, every day to Marrickville Metro. They oh. love it. Oh, they wow. love Kmart. And they sit in the food hall and they dream of the time that they can sit at the seats at Donut King. What is, I mean, <laughs> Helen, what is they going on? Because this is. This... Oh my God, this I... sounds exactly like my parents. I wish we should introduce our parents to each other and oh they can God. just go to the big W's and the Kmart's and have a ride of a time. And, and, and my dad, just to like rile my mum up, will go and take a seat by himself in the food hall and see which Greek yayas. Come and talk to him. And he'll try and make, make my mum jealous. I've sat by myself and all these lovely ladies sat with me. Helen, I've got to say, I know Marrickville Metro very, very well. It was my local shopping centre for a few years and I was there uh, just about a week or so ago. And I've got to say, uh, and I don't want to diss it, but it is at least 35% shit. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, it is. Have you seen? Right. The, you look at the right. out. No, I'm sorry, but the outside of Marrickville Metro looks like Sarajevo in the oh. '90s. They fill it up. What are you saying? What? They haven't even reno- comprehensive renovation. Inside, it's not too bad now, but it has never been the highlight shopping centre of Sydney. No, no. no well, they, well, uh, they also found someone who travels all the way from Bondi to go there. Uh, what, what's wrong buried, with them? They were so excited. It's like, we come all the way from London. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the truth, travelling from Bondi to, to, to Mar- Marrickville Metro mm. is still too far. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> way. I'm not going to Bondi Junction anytime soon either. Uh, let's get to Peter in Cambridge Gardens. G'day, Pete. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Very good, mate. All right, pensioner excursion. Where to? Hooters. Oh! <laughs> and what does your mum think of it, Pete? <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, that's banana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her, uh, wow. Went, yeah. Went she loves the wings, dinner. does she? Mate, she hated it. She. Uh, <laughs> we managed to get the girls to um, put that bib on her with the boobs drawn on it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you have to use like uh, like? Did you have to use like three or four uh, bibs for her to match the <laughs> to get down there? <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying, Dil? <laughs> Oh, the saggy boobs. <laughs> Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Adam McDougall is the health hacker. Health hacking is simply hacking into the tools, tricks, and routines of the healthiest, happiest, and most successful people in the world and applying these little tricks and routines into your own life. I'm a health hacker because I've been a professional athlete for 20 years, but I've also combined my experience as an athlete with my university studies, from economics to nutrition and sports science, with the practical application that I achieved as an athlete to help people hack into their health. In each episode, I'm going to share with you the tools, tricks, and routines of the healthiest, happiest, and most successful people in the world. You can hack into your own health and live a happier and healthier life. The Health Hacker with Adam McDougall. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. 
Durok Jayasina with me this afternoon. And uh, Durok and I were, uh, we had a pleasant exchange, I would call it. Well, actually, I wouldn't call mm. it pleasant at all. We ba- <laughs> we, awesome. We battled it out between Grant Denia uh, yeah. on Family Feud on Monday night. So there was no problem seeing sh- each other? No, the sidelines are perfect. <laughs> the listeners would know how competitive Merrick gets, and he did not disappoint on the day. <laughs> but my favourite part was you set the bar. You you, you really uh, raised the stakes for yourself. And, you know, spoilers, you came through with one of the with the goods at one point. It was awesome telly. No, my problem is still, and this is a real problem. Like, I actually, when I was watching it with my family, I, mm. said, I, asked, I asked my wife, I said, do I come across too too serious and too competitive. She goes, yeah, but that's, you. but that's you. And I'm going, it's not a nice me because my thing is I, I am so fiercely competitive that yeah. I forget to just be a good guy and be funny and just turn into a massive dick knuckle. <laughs> no, no, I, I personally loved it. I thought that's you at your funniest and best because it's, it's, it's it makes it more interesting because then the you know because that fires us up on the other end. My problem was, did you have this because we were playing for charities, both worthy cause, <laughs> yes. right? And the 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 comedy instinct is to make joke answers and dick jokes, right? Yes. But I'm like, oh, but I don't want to lose this charity ten grand, you know? Exactly. I mean? like, and you start to really like. You, I think there's a moment where I froze and I was just like. Don't say a knob joke. Don't say a knob no, joke. No, no, no. Well, we, we, at my team, uh, Dill, you, you had, you would, your team was supporting um, uh, Parkinson's, Parkinson's research, research, yes, an for Australian shake foundation called Shake It Up. Yeah. That's it. And uh, I was playing for a charity that helps with ovarian cancer. And yeah. I'm not joking. When we won $20,000 for ovarian cancer, I was like, yeah, screw your charity. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is wrong with you, Mary? Yeah. Watts? Why don't Just... you shake your yeah. home? Yeah, you <laughs> tell your charity to go yeah. suck the big one. What? Yes. <laughs> and the cool thing was, though, because I didn't know that there was a consolation prize. So you can actually, I was watching back the footage, and you see the genuine disappointment in my face. And I'm trying to <laughs> smile. I'm trying to be all like, oh, I'm deal, I'm happy. But deep down, I'm like, oh, no. I, and I'm thinking to myself, well, at least I gave Shake It Up a um, you know a bit a of good a, plug. A, yep. a good plug, a bit of attention. But then there was a ten thousand dollar consolation prize, and you can see the genuine relief in my face. Like, <laughs> yes, oh, I yep. haven't disappointed these poor people. Oh, look, and it was so much editing too was involved in that show because yeah. all of the short jokes we were making about Grant Denyer, oh. they just cut them out. <laughs> but like, he's such a cracking sport. He's so a great he, bloke. He comes on uh, an episode of Cram, that uh, the show that I do with Peter Hellier and yep. Virginia Gay, and he was such a great sh- a sport about all the because he made the first. Show Short joke, and I'm like, "Oh, are we allowed to do this? Okay, let's start piling on." <laughs> nah, he's a good man. He, he knows he, he does. He does have a good sense of humour. Well, the thing about the show on Monday was that you guys were in teams. So, Daryl, you mm. were the captain. You have Dave Thornton and Susie Yusuf and uh, Emily Tahini. Emily Tahini, and then Ms. You were on Denise Scott's team. Yes, uh, with Colin Lane and Genevieve. Morris. I've forgotten Morris. Thank you. Genevieve uh, Morris. She's now, great. Now, you guys were in teams, and yes, Mez, you won. So what I thought I'd give you now, Dill, is the opportunity mm. to win back some face here and Sweet. go one-on-one. One. already. <laughs> That's triggered. I'm triggered. I've just yeah. been triggered. I, I, now, I now know what the term trigger means. I've triggered. Yeah. Okay. I'm back. We are, we are playing <laughs> Merrickville Family Feud. Now, obviously, oh. the survey, the plebiscite results came out today. Um, right. So this is a survey-inspired 
Uh, quiz in line with Family Feud. All right, your I names are your buzzers. I thought it was going to be stuff like, you know, um, stuff about the Manson family and stuff like that. No, no. It's not <laughs> no, going to be about... That would have been a good idea, actually. I it's be Why didn't you fa- suggest that in the meeting? Because I, 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 I don't pay attention to okay. the meetings, Liam. Yeah. You know that. I know. But it would have been good if that it was That would have been like, a great idea. What? Uh, who's your favourite family from Snowtown that yeah. puts people in barrels? And I would have gone the one from Snowtown yeah, and I would have got yeah. the points. <laughs> Okay. First question. <laughs> Who's your favourite dodgy family? Fritzel. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Who's your favourite family who keeps other family members in a cellar? <laughs> the Fritzels? Let's go to the board. Survey says. Survey, Survey says. 42%. <laughs> okay. All right. A recent... We've surveyed... We're going to move on from this 100 family. tragic <laughs> individuals. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, here we go. Sorry. A recent survey found that 23% of men accidentally declared they loved their partner because what? Because they've been drinking. Merrick, because they've been drinking. That is spot on. Merrick Watts. 8% 8 said they did it because she was crying and 13% said they accidentally did it while they were having sex. Yeah, I was going to go with the sex thing. Well, Mm. I do all three. I'm drunk, (laughs) having sex and crying at the same time. And then I go, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) We call that Saturdays. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A study of New Zealand... A study of New Zealand TV... Viewing habits has revealed 12% of Kiwis watch TV where? Um, on the phone? On the crapper? You're killing this. Public oh. bathrooms. Merrick Watts. Man, I'm trying to win back some pride. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's going on with the Kiwis? There's I'm yeah. just going to go off and have a hard hit. I might take the telly with me. Why? What would you do? I've got a dragon in here. I don't have flat screens. We've got uh, the old school. I'm going to Netflix and poo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Merrick up to zip at the moment. Okay. 42% of people judge their first dates by looking at their what? Um, Outfit. Pain. (laughs) Shoes? Like, no? Pain. Uh, um, Boobs. Social media posts. Oh, Oh, that's rubbish. Come on. First date? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't add people on Facebook for at least still the... You know, one year. <laughs> I'm too old. I've missed that wagon. I don't know. Well, from never going to get that right. From the same survey, 39% of people from that same study say you should avoid using what on a first date? Uh, Pain. Swear words. Pain. Sorry, Mary, this is for you. Mary, pain. Derek, I'm going to give you this one. They say bad grammar is what you should avoid oh, using. Grammar. Yeah, no, I'm going to give it to you, though. Close I'm going to give it to you. Right, right. What? what are they thinking? All right, so 2 1 at the moment. A chance for you to take it out here, Merrick, or deal uh, possibly tied up. This is the last one. In September this year, Mm. Google released a list of the most Googled how to questions. Can you name any of those top 10 queries? Dilrock. How to to set up a website? Not in the top 10. Merrick. Yes. You're thinking about making a dick joke, aren't you? I'm yeah. trying to. How, 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 how to make a dick joke. How, <laughs> that doesn't get censored. How, how to make cupcakes. No. Okay. Not in the top okay, okay, ten. Okay, Dill. Uh, Round two, Dill. How to um, tell your parents you're, um, you're gay. <laughs> no. Damn. Uh, I thought that was definitely going to be one. No. Uh, how, uh, 
Look, how, how to how to lick yourself? Oh. <laughs> Look, number ten, <laughs> number ten, like a dog. How to lose belly fat? Oh, oh of course. Number wait. nine, how, how to, to get abs? Num- number nine, how yes. to make French toast? What? How to get what? Yeah, French how toast. To get a, yeah. Yeah, eggs and bread, eggs and bread. Right? <laughs> Half wits. How do you get a tie gap? Is the tie gap in there? Oh. No. Number eight, how to write a cover letter. You know what? I My number on Google is how do I get more matches on Tinder? And yeah. it just it just comes back with yeah, lose number, more weight, Number fat 10, boy. how to you, lose belly fat. No, you're, you're, one of your searches is also to how to get a thigh gap. Not for you. Yeah. Yeah. From oh. somebody else. But the number one thing Googled... Yeah, I just yeah. want to make mention of number three: how to get pregnant. Uh, number yeah. one: how to tie a pain. A, how to and tie the one a tie. Time the pain is right. Oh, the one the time pain is right, and I get I missed out on that. Yeah. How to get pregnant? Pain is yeah. the answer. That would have been right. What was the, what was the, what was the top one? How to tie, tie a tie. Of course. Oh yeah, I would have gone tricky. with that one. That seems uh, that I know so many people who still don't know how to tie their because I worked in accounting. I had to wear a tie all the time, but yeah. I know so many comedy mates who don't know. How to, how to tie a tie, and number two was how to untie your peen. <laughs> Still, I will not let you leave these studios until we discuss this point. I know. Okay. I'm a, excited. A woman in America was taken off an American Airlines flight uh, because, wait for it, her emotional support pig began to disrupt other people on the plane. Um, and that's just not a nickname for her husband. No, it's an actual <laughs> a thirty emotional. kilo a thirty kilo pig, mm. an emotional support pig, did nothing to support the emotions of the plane passengers. Yeah, not very kosher. When it started to, who would have thought that a pig would get on a plane and not know to go and use the bathroom when it needed to? Yeah. What is going on that you can't take a pair of tweezers on a plane, but you can have a thirty kilo <laughs> piece of bacon? <laughs> what the? Man, yeah, seriously. Yeah, you you can't take any fruit like bananas or mangoes. Yeah. but a thirty kilo pig is okay. Yeah, excuse me, madam. Oh, yeah, we'll just get a seat for your thirty kilogram swine. But hang on a second. Have you got more than 600 mils of water in that bottle? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't have that on a flight because you might drink that and get hydrated. The pig is okay. Yeah. <laughs> What is going on there? So uh, my my understanding of how these uh, emotional support animals work is that so if you have anxieties that you can actually go to a doctor and get medically like said that I need this pet to be there with me to relax me. Oh, right? man. Yep. Yep. That's exactly because it. there's a, there's a there's a punter who comes to shows uh, when I perform in Melbourne who brings an emotional support dog and they were fine for a while, but one day she was there in the audience. And she cracks open the dog's food, which was like some tuna or something like that. And the whole venue just oh. stank of fish. And I go, surely that's a bit bit too far. Like, bring your dog and just, you know, he stays fairly quiet. But don't feed him smelly food while, No, you know. look, I'm all for people, you know, having, you know, your little safety blankets there. That's fine. If yeah. it's a pig, if it's a 30 kilo pig yeah. in a nappy. Mine's if, a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Google that. I'm sure most people know. <laughs> but I've, oh, this is so much a safety blanket this as is, a uh, yeah. This is Triple M. Not that many people will need to Google flashlight <laughs> again. Again, um, but people have got this. Uh, it's very common for people to have um, emotional support pets, like a duck. But you have to put little nappies on them when they fly and stuff like that. People yeah, but, have a duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is America, where it, you know you can just get around. Yeah, but you right. can't have emotional support pets traveling around because I mean seriously, like if you're that crippled by anxiety and you need an emotional support animal, oh my! If if we opened up to the entertainment industry, my God, right. we'd all be walking around with a freaking menagerie. It would be, right. it'd be, honey, I bought a zoo. Why? Because I work in comedy. Why? I'm crippled with anxiety. Why? Because yeah. I've got to get on a plane. Merrick, why do you have an emotional support pony? Because no. I, <laughs> I was worried about this flight. Yeah. Can't you be more like Dilrook and just bring a flashlight? Yeah, yeah exactly. The, yeah. the awkward thing is just go, Mr. Watts, I'm sorry, but you can't take that Thai lady and put her in an overhead oh, okay. lock Okay. I've well got... done. Well, you've got to say goodbye to Dil. <laughs> or does Dil have to say goodbye to me? Every, every, every time I exit here, I go, oh, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of it, Phil. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. The following is an official announcement from the Australian Government. Over the past few years, thought crime has reached record levels. Subversion is rife. Our enemies are everywhere. Trust no one. Luckily, there is an answer. Peter Dutton. No, not Peter Dutton. Thank Introducing a new series on Podcast One that interrogates the real threats to Australia, like John Safran, Rob Sitch, and children's author Andy Griffiths. Oh, God, I love those treehouse books. Who will survive? Who will fail? Introducing Extreme Vetting with The Chaser. The Chaser. The only show with the power of life and death over its guests. Listen at podcast1.com.au or via the Podcast One app. Tonight at ANZ Stadium, the huge game, Honduras v. the Socceroos. It's a must-win game, mainly for the Socceroos. Less, uh, less caring about whether or not Honduras win it. And we will be broadcasting from the stadium tonight. When I say we, I mean Dan Ganane and our excellent sporting team. Who's on the bench with you tonight, Dan? Hello, Mez. Hello, Liam. Yes, we're here with Robbie Slater, Mark Bosnich. Although... Boz is in doubt because he called me up uh, at about quarter to five and he said, Dan, I'm going to be there shortly because he likes to be here early. He said, I've just gone past the Anzac Bridge. I should be there by quarter past five. I said, (laughs) he said, my GPS says I'll be there in 12 minutes. I said, Boz, does your GPS take into account uh, traffic? No, 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 but I've done this drive plenty of times. So, Boz, I'm tipping, will not be here by the start of the show at 6 o'clock. Okay, but, of course, he will be there for the game tonight. Now, obviously, this is do or die for the Socceroos. Uh, The the goat track that we saw in Honduras on Saturday, Dan, that was, like, I was watching it just going, I can't believe it at an international (laughs) standard for qualifying uh, for a World Cup that they're playing in a paddock. Third world country, um, and, okay, the, and the stadium point. is called the Tomb. <laughs> yes. So maybe it was befitting. Uh, it is now. Now they had a monster truck show here uh, three weeks ago at ANZ, but I can tell you the pitch has come up beautifully. So okay. the pitch will not be any. If we don't win tonight, uh, we do not have the excuse of the pitch. But if we do go down, I, I hope that our players have far more class and far more dignity than you 
on Family Feud. You are, and I, I know you won. You are a shocking winner I'm and the a bad worst. sport. I'm the worst. Yes. I am the worst, Dan. You know what the funny thing is? I can actually handle losing. I've got enough in me that I can, as a human being, that I can handle a loss. But I am absolutely intolerable if I win something. I, hate, about, I hate me. What about you and your mate in the last hour? So you, oh, we're, we're getting cranky because we're playing for charity. That wasn't the reason. I mean, of course you want to win for your charity. Don't use the charity as an excuse no. for your appalling behaviour no, on, right, on Family Feud. You're right, Dan. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't care for charity at all. I care about <laughs> me winning and walking away with my hands in the air fist pumping. Yeah. That's what life is about Thank for me. You. Honesty. Doesn't it feel God. better? Why don't I support soccer more? I mean, I'm just like, I'm the, I'm the sort of guy who could really let off a flare. You know what I mean? I'm that, I'm that guy. I could be that bloke. Is, he, is it a sellout out there tonight? I don't think so, but they're expecting 70. So, I mean, come on, Sydney. Come on. That's surprising. Good weather. Yeah. Uh, we got 50 for Syria a few weeks ago. It is Sydney. It is an event. I mean, no matter what happens, this is it. Yeah. So, hopefully they get some walk-ups. And you're right, it is a nice night. And I, I'd be I'd be stunned if they got less than 70. If it was in Melbourne, though, at the MCG, you'd imagine that it would be 90,000, wouldn't it? You'd think so. But, I mean, they did a deal with the state government to get the two games. So, they're making their money somehow. Mm. You know, they, mm. they got the, the government to stub bump some money. But, listen, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know, is it going to be a repeat of Uruguay 12 years ago? I don't think so. I don't think that can ever be replicated. But... There is nothing like a Socceroos game when it's all on the line yep. and and everyone is, is – is, I don't think there will be too many Honduran fans. There were, Syria, they had about fifteen or 20,000 here yep. a few weeks ago. Yep. I don't think there's going to be fifteen or 20,000 people of Honduras descent here, here tonight. Mate, there's not going to be 15,000 people in that stadium that can even tell you where Honduras is. So, <laughs> let's, I mean, let's be frank. Thank you, Peter Hillier. <laughs> <laughs> Merrickville here on Triple M. That's a wicked song. They're all mm, blow their yeah. lights out. Mm. So they're about every song that I like. And then I talk about the ones I don't. Hey, you know there is an opportunity before you finish up to release Merrick's Wicked album. It'll only be about six songs. Old school. Ray Hadley does it. Ray Hadley's got does a he? song of his, uh, an album of his favourite tracks. Does he? What sort of tracks has Ray Hadley got, got on no his idea. best album? I've never bought it. It's probably like, yeah. It's is it just, it, when you say tracks, is it songs or is it just Ray just going <laughs> off his nut at something? It's his favourite and, and then And then they just put a little bit of acoustic guitar to it <laughs> and they just go, well, classic Ray. Ray ranting over the top of some John Butler I'd trio. I'd that. I really, yeah. I would love that. I would love John Butler trio, Ray, losing <laughs> his nut about transport infrastructure in Sydney. I think at the very least we have to create a, um, a playlist of Merrick's wicked tracks. All the songs Merrick says, Wicked song. Yeah, I think it'd be obvious. I, I, mm. even, every time I back announce a song, I say it's wicked. Mm. I've probably said it six times. Yeah. So I'm not a very good DJ. <laughs> finish up next Wednesday, by the way. Big news today, Merrick. Uh, yes. Not that you finish right. up next Wednesday, but that's no, no. uh, same no. the marriage, marriage equality, equality plebiscite. That's right. We it's, voted yes. Yes, that's right. Australia has spoken resounding yes. Uh, 61 odd, 61.2. One six or something. It was a majority. That's all that mattered, really. Yeah, and look, we're a democracy, and we will follow the rule of law. There, uh, Tony Abbott. Bad day to be Tony Abbott, mm. having to pick up his phone to his sister and just go, "Congratulations." <laughs> she goes, "Suck it, something, Tony. Suck it, suck a duck." Because it's a yeah. or something. I get what you mean. And he's just going to go, oh, oh, "Congratulations," stuff like that. <laughs> He's going to be gutted. But the big thing that the, we've seen on the news is there's like breakout street parties going yeah. on everywhere. So there's one, a huge one in Melbourne currently underway. And I believe here in Sydney, Paddington 
unsurprisingly, mm. has absolutely lit up like a little mini mini Mardi Gras going yeah. on. Good luck to them. Get yeah. out there. Party. It's, you know, tomorrow's Thursday. Sure, you're going to have some massive belting oh, hangovers It's going to be a tough tomorrow. day tomorrow. But whatever. It's, you know, it's once it's once in a generation, if not once, you know, beyond that, it's once in a century kind of decision. It's a landmark mm. thing. Go out and celebrate it. Thing is, though, what is Merrickville Council doing? Cashing in, of course. It is a great day for humanity. Agree, about time. Oh, guys, did you hear? The gays won. Sorry, can you not say the gays won? The gay community achieved equality. Yeah, sure, whatever. The important thing now is that we jump on the bandwagon. This council has been supportive of marriage equality. Has it? Great. No no awkward backtracking then. Three months ago you hosted the Rainbow Support event, remember? Oh, I thought that was in support of actual rainbows, like, you know, after it rains. You are a moron. Whatever. We need to get on this bandwagon and fast, otherwise we'll look racist. You mean homophobic? Same thing. Not at all. Paddington have got a street party on tonight to celebrate. I bet bloody Clovermore has a necklace the size of an actual rainbow around her neck. What can we do? Um, uh, what about a Mardi Gras? Let's do Mardi Gras. There's already one of those and it takes 12 months to organise. We have about six hours. Shit! Can we get a glitter cannon? A glitter cannon? Yeah, I read somewhere that gay people love glitter. Sure, some of them do, but that's a pretty thinly veiled and insulting suggestion. Exactly. Perfect for our council. My cousin Karen really likes bull terriers. Is she gay? No. Get a glitter cannon and heaps of pool tables. And what food do gay people like? The same food as everyone else does, your peanut. Great idea. Get some peanuts. We're going to have the third biggest gay street party in Sydney after Paddington. I want all our residents to see just how much I support equality. Have you prepared a speech, Mayor? Oh, no, I, I can't actually make it. I've got trivia tonight at the Merrickville RSL. But if you like comedy, I suggest you go and see Nikki Britton. Or if you can't be bothered, just listen to her now because she's in the studio. Welcome back, Nikki. <laughs> hey, how are you guys? Good to have you back. What's so been good to be here? What's been going on? Um, honestly, I was listening to the first hour when you guys were speaking to Dill about uh, having his parents over. Oh, mm. yes, his parents, of course, have travelled from Sri Lanka yeah. to come and stay with him in Sydney, and they went and visited Big W. What a tight ass he is! <laughs> Why wouldn't you take him to Wet and Wild, where all parents want to go? But, I mean, who can't get enough? It's a dream. Who can get enough? It's a, it's an absolute dream. Um, well, I'm currently living a bit of a nightmare in that I've been forced to live with my mum, who I love and adore, but I broke my ankle a few months ago and couldn't get up and down the stairs of my apartment building. And now I'm uh, living with mum. And it seems I'm having a bit of trouble. Hang Please on. help me out. First of all, did you move in with your mum or did your mum move in with you? <laughs> I moved in with mum. Oh, that's oh, not tragic. No. Is it? No, it's not tragic. That's great. That's yeah, a really... No, well, that, as an thanks, adult, mate. Childhood thanks. bedroom? All the posters oh, still up? Yeah, just as bad. Just Family as home? Bad. Is it the home you grew up in? It's not the home I grew up in, but all the oh. rules are the same. And I feel like I have regressed hardcore at this point. Um, but my mum, I think, has regressed as well. Yeah. I genuinely think... I'm finding myself in a situation now where I'm saying, ah, ah, mum, no. <laughs> like, more often than I'd like to. How old's your mum? Mum is 64. Yeah. Um, And to my knowledge, you know, has all her faculties. But the other day I came home and there was a car parked in the space just outside her house in the street, mm. which is a common area. Mm. And I came home and I do know mum likes to park there sometimes, but she's got a driveway. With two car spaces, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Old people. Can I just say, Nikki, before you go on, you're getting right into the Merrick Watts hitting zone of parking here. This is beautiful, wherever this goes. I heard that and I just went, wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
How far from the curb? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know how you'll feel about this. Uh, when I pulled up, I saw the car that was not hers parked in the spot she likes to park in, and it had a wheelie bin on top of the bonnet. Oh. Vertical <laughs> wheelie bin. Oh. And I said, oh, yes. oh, this has got Mummy Britain written all over it. <laughs> She's got the wheelie bin on top of the stranger's car. She's five foot one, Mez. I don't even know how she got it up there. She, well, hang on a second. She must have climbed into the bin <laughs> and then dragged chest. it on her back up onto the car. She snailed it up there. She snailed it. She started to ride back and put it up on the bin. So is it? What sort of? It doesn't really matter if it's an expensive car. It's somebody else's vehicle. It was someone, and it was a white vehicle. And I was like, oh, I didn't look too closely for damage because I didn't want to be culpable. I didn't want to have to give any evidence in court. But I was like, Mum, what? Are you behind the bin on the car in the street? And she said, Yes. He won't park there again. I said, He'll probably, he'll probably go to court though. But it's it's a one off occasion. So your mum is so used to parking in the ones. I totally relate to this, by yeah. the way. I'm, Do I, you? I turned forty four on Saturday, so I'm a good twenty odd years off. But Just that's right. In, that's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm I'm Sergeant Major of the neighbourhood. I hate it when people mispark. Yeah, but you you park in a heavily you know a heavy area for parking, right? Like there's yeah. not a lot of it available. There's no, no, it's in the inner west. Everybody in hates. West. There's no there's no parking. Everybody hates everybody. No it's great. There's plenty of parking around my mum's house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is, a, this is a territorial but, issue. But she's just got used to parking in that yeah. space. Yeah. Because, totally. because do you reckon old people become a little bit like homing pigeons? You know what I mean? They, they stop 100%. thinking about where to go or how to do things. They just do everything on autopilot. Do and if you not put anything in the, the way. Plan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> That's where I'm at with mum. And now I'm having to parent her because all she wants to do is park her car in the same spot, go inside, sit on the couch, watch Stargate, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> 1995. <laughs> Bit of Richard Dean Anderson. The movie oh. or the series or both? The, the series she's yeah, watched yeah. from the very beginning. With MacGyver in it. Yeah, no. oh, do not talk about Richard Dean Anderson. Every time she sees one, she has to have a quiet moment just to compose herself. Oh, okay, wow. all right. She's, well. so, she's so attracted to MacGyver. She tries to pretend <laughs> she's into the sci-fi, but I'm like, come on, mum. No, women are not that into sci-fi. <laughs> she cannot be that into the sci-fi. That's what and they had to put him time, in there. Hey. That's why they had to put Richard. What's his name? Richard Dean McGlover. Richard Dean Anderson. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's it. She's she's in there. She's loving him. So she so she's parked out the front. Normally she's parked out the front, even though she's got two car spaces, and that's that's one sign that you know she's obviously getting agitated in her old age. That's yeah. What about indoors? Because if you're moving into her little world, yeah, then you're getting into her space. Does she have? Does your mum have her chair, like a chair that's yeah. hers oh, that you yeah. don't? She really does. She got a recliner. She really she doesn't have a recliner. She's got a couch, oh. but she has the whole couch. Okay. The whole couch is hers. And instead of saying, "Oh, hey, look, I'm really comfortable in that couch. Is there any way you could sit somewhere else?" Mm. She puts a wheelie bin on top she of it. She will put a wheelie bin <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> That's my spot where the wheelie bin is. Um, she just passive aggressively walks around the house and clenches her fists. And then I think, "What have I done? Oh. Something's wrong here." Oh, wow. And it, it, but doesn't quite tell me that the I'm sitting in her chair. <laughs> Finally, does, does your mum get a bit funny if you're cooking things that she's not familiar with in the house? Maybe exotic foods and stuff like that or, or oh. anything that's kind of unfamiliar, unfamiliar food sources in the house? Clearly, we ha- we haven't spent enough time together. I um, My <laughs> kitchen is spotless because I've never used it, Mez. I've never really cooked. But something that does happen, and I don't want to have to go to a new segment after this, um, she's an amateur ghost hunter now as well. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are taking <laughs> <She's>... a break <laughs> and we are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> 
amateur ghost hunter, like there's professional ones that we all acknowledge have got it right. Nikki Britton's with me. Stick around, Nikki. We'll get Comedian Nikki Britton has just dropped in uh, for a couple of breaks this afternoon. Great to have you here, Nikki. Now, we were just talking a minute ago about the fact that uh, you're living with your mother because you just hashtag winning life. Yeah, <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse if you're a man, though. Like, if you have to go back and live is with that? mum in your, in your oh. 40s and you go back and live with mum, it's just that moment where you just go, this hasn't but worked out. But at least out. your mummy's boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. at least sons and mums have, like, a respect thing, but mums and daughters, whoo. Yeah. It's like... No. No? no. Still no deal? No, I don't think so. But your mum, you, you did point out that your mum's become an amateur ghost hunter. Mum's become an amateur ghost hunter. She's uh, She's been living on her own for about nine years now. And, you know, on the outside, I thought everything's fine. And now I've been living her, with her for a while. Just every now and then we'll be sitting somewhere, you know, on the couch, at the table, and she'll go, yep, someone's here. And then she'll get oh. out this little box... That's called a, a spirit box or something, oh. and, it, and, it, and it lights up. It's like an electromagnetic field. Oh monitor yeah, thing. yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no spirit up. box is this? Yeah. Science has. Yeah. <laughs> spirit box. Did she get that from JB Hi-Fi, yeah, or did she can, get yeah, that from the, them, the science shop? Just pop down to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get a spirit box? I from? don't even know. It's like okay. this, this, this whole like underworld that I didn't even know. I mean, like. It's yeah, it's phenomenal. So now we're watching all the ghost shows. Like I said, I've got a broken ankle, so I can't get up a lot and move around. Um, at least in the early days. So I was kind of, you know, sitting there watching these ghost shows. I'm not gonna lie, I got pretty into it. I'm deep into the paranormal at the moment. But that's not right. like her. But the, what, to, let's get back to this. Was spirit box? Spirit box. Okay. Is it just a set of lights that every now and again just kind of dials up? It lights up uh-huh. like it, uh-huh. if it's just green. It's a bit like traffic lights. If it uh-huh. lights up green, you're safe. No spirits. No poltergeist. <laughs> if it goes kind of amber or yellow, you're like, oh, that's could, could be, be could be just one walking through, or like could be an old dead possum that's just like leaving its body or something outside. And then if it goes into red, you're like, oh, cupboards are going to start slamming. Can I ask you, what suburb does your mum live in? Suburb? Mm. Uh, like Collaroy? Oh, okay. Up deep in Warringah, 75% yeah, yes okay. voters. So that's not, that's, that's not like a, I wouldn't associate that with a big ghosty kind of town. Well, in fact, Manly Quarantine Station oh. is heavy on the ghosts. Someone, is... someone sounds like a believer, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody's Same. been converted by their mother like yeah. in a cult-style fashion. Guys, this is, <laughs> this is this is what's happened. I've been there too long. And so when when you, when your mum feels the presence of a ghost yep. and she's got the ghost, me- the, sorry, spirit the spirit, the spirit, spirit box, the spirit box yep. um, when she's when that lights up, what, what does she do then? How does she react to um, the fact that there's a presence in the room? Often she'll get a camera. Uh, take some photos of nothing really in the room, <laughs> and then and then go. There'll be an orb in that, and an, an orb. What's an, an orb? An orb is just like a a little round light that would suggest that there is a paranormal oh. energy. In the oh, room. like a camera flash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a camera flashing off any inanimate object. Yep, that's uh, what that is. An orb, and that would be part of the spirit war. But you can, can you capture these spirits? Do you have like a spirit capture box? No, you want to release them more than anything. It's it's not so much Ghostbusters right. as uh, you want to because you don't want a negative uh, a negative um, energy like attached to you because they attach. Sometimes oh, they? they attach and can, and can give you depression. And I said, Mum, maybe give you depression. Depression. Maybe we'll just speak to a professional before we start diagnosing <laughs> an attached spirit. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um, okay, but I've got a bloody attached spirit at the moment. 
Is that like a hamstring injury? Not quite. It's not quite at all. <laughs> Nikki Britton, we've only had a short time, but it's been a great time. Just very quickly, you're going to India. I am. Uh, on tour this weekend. Yeah. Have you packed 1,000 packets of Lomitol to take with you? Um, Pretty much. It is just gastro stop. I've got a, a suitcase full of gastro stop. There you stop. go. That's there what's going go. on. And hydrolytes. Yeah. Have yeah. a great time. Good to <laughs> Thanks, see you. Thanks, mate. That was the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app.